What up, guys? Welcome back to the Degenerate Take with Des and Matt. Today, we have the topic of should there be a $1 billion cap on the amount of net worth that an individual can have, specifically in the United States. Um, how I feel about it is that we have an enormous wage gap between the rich and the poor and a shrinking middle class, and that we're at a point where we have to come together more than divide, especially with other parts of our country, too. Um, and economically decreasing that wage gap to make a really big difference in the standard of living and in the mental state of our country. And I think that if you place something like, and it doesn't have to specifically be $1 billion, but I think that's, <laughs> that's a fair amount of money for any person to have. So I'm going to disagree with that. And to go on before we clarify, anytime that Max says wage gap during this podcast, He's not referring between the wage gap between workers. He's talking about the difference in wealth between classes. That's what he's talking about. And I'm going to argue that there shouldn't be a $1 billion cap on your wealth. Because if you live in America, you can have as much money as you want. We got the most rich people here. It's a nice problem to have in terms of a country, right? Sure. Now, we have a whole lot of poor people, too. But are these poor people um, have a standard of living that is way better than their respective like counterparts in different countries? Like someone of the same class and status in a different country of the world, the Americans are doing way better by far. Now, we, we can have a different conversation if we need to tax the billionaires more if we need to keep like quit giving them so many loopholes but letting them have more money is not necessarily the problem they have a lot of money let's let's not get it twisted but let's just make sure that everybody has a lot of money but we don't need to cap how much money you can make who are you to say that i can't make more than this if i can make more than this and then who are you to say that i can't make more than this well do you think one billion dollars is like more money than you would ever need or know what to do with yeah, but... that That's no small amount of money. It's no small amount of money, but who am I to say you can't have more than that? If you have $900 million, it'd be pretty easy to get to a billion pretty fast if you're sure. just somewhat smart with like savings and investments or different business opportunities. I, I would assume if you had $900 million in the bank, <laughs> you would have some kind of idea of what you were doing. You would have some kind of idea and you would probably be able to get to a billionaire but then once you're a billionaire, oh, sorry, you can't earn any more money than what you're currently earning. Sure. That doesn't make any sense. Not well, in, here, not here from the side of, um, well, yeah, in like a capitalist society, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's more of a, you know, brainstorm idea. Like, what, why don't we do something to try and diminish the wage gap a little bit? And one of those ideas could be something like a wage gap because... It's not the wage gap. That's why. I or, uh, well, well, it is. It's the difference between the classes of the very rich and but the. But the very rich don't get paid wages. Wage gap means, like, between yeah, a I was... man and a woman, they get paid differently for the same job. That's where that term comes from, but that's not what the wage gap so is. So, what, what term should I be using? Wealth divide, wealth difference. Sure. Um, I'm going to go ahead and con gap. continue to use wage gap, and we can just. Well, I'm just saying, like, for. Like, everybody on the podcast knows that, that that is what I'm referring to when I say that terminology. Um, but but you have you have a billion dollars, right? Mm -hmm. 
you don't need to work another day in your life with the state, the, the way things are right now in the world. You don't. Um, if you want to continue to work because that's what you enjoy doing, absolutely, that's fine. But can we allocate that money better, whether it's given to charity, whether it's taken to taxes and you get to decide what it goes, goes towards in taxes because it's coming out of your pocket. But when you achieve a certain amount of money, there's, there's nothing you can't do. You, you're at a point in your life where you have so much money, you couldn't even spend all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, So... At the same time, we have people that are on welfare. We have people that need money. And if it can be allocated a little bit better instead of, you know, the 1% of the 1% having 25, 30%, I don't know what the actual number is, but having a portion of the wealth in America versus everybody else, you know, fighting for scraps. Why don't, and again, it's just an idea, but is it a bad idea to try and allocate a little bit better? It is a bad idea. Why is that? Mm-hmm. is a terrible idea because then people would just simply stop trying to be billionaires I don't think so but you would and still then, achieve that status like you, you would be would a billionaire achieve that status, but then at what cost you can't get any more and then any more money that you make for yourself immediately has to go to somewhere else so now the economy is going to take a dive because everybody who is earning to become the best billionaire with the most amount of money no longer is doing that work anymore so now people like Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates have no real reason other than just altruism and generosity to continue working on their own time, which is, is very valuable if you're a billionaire. Your time is worth a lot of money because obviously you're worth a lot of money. Well, now it no longer ceases to become worth my time because now my time to the American people is now worthless because now it's going to go to other people. I have no more reason to work for myself if you're going to give me the option of either making more money for myself and then donating or taxing me down so that you're more comfortable with how much money that I have and you can give it to other people is a lot different than saying, hey, we're going to put a ceiling on how rich you can be in America. We've never done that. No free market ever says this is how rich you can be. You've won the game. You know, if you can make more than that, you're generating more money for the economy, presumably through the jobs and industries that you create and maintain. Plus, at the same time, if you just close down these tax loops that these corporations are going after and the loopholes that they're able to, you know, work around, then that's where you get your actual money. But let's not go after the personal billionaires themselves. We're not going to get the most amount of money after doing that. And now you're saying in the American market, the the richest person can only have $1 billion. It's a lot and of money. It's a lot of money, but then you just put a cap on a free trade market, which you can't do that. Now it's no longer a free market. There's a limit that you can get to. And we're not, most of us, and when I say most of us, I'm talking like 99.7 of us are never going to reach that limit. But you did put it... It's, it's more than that. It's like the 1% of the 1% are billionaires. So... They're going to stop working. It's like 99.9 repeated. How much work do those 0.1% do for us? I mean, they they provide tremendous value. Like, let's let's not discredit that. You you can't can't take Jeff Bezos out of the American economy and expect not to have repercussions. There are going to be repercussions. But. So then don't tax him. What are you doing that to him for? He made a business. Because he doesn't need $100 billion. He doesn't. Who are you to say that? That's I mean, no, like, 
li- like literally there's there's no reason to have that much money. Yeah, but that's for you to say. I I think you're you're looking. At I think someone. he would probably <laughs> like there, there's he he could spend a million dollars every day for the rest of his life and still have thick ass bank account. But that's also his money. You're just gonna continue to take away from his money. That's no longer fair to him. You can't just treat him like shit just because he's got the most money. But here here's the thing. It's it's not about treating somebody like shit, right? It's it's about creating a more. Um, civil and better center of living for everybody. So if it's, it's not like you're taking away that money and doing nothing with it. You're taking away that money and you're reallocating it to everybody else, whether it be in the form of higher wages for everybody or like better infrastructure or whatever, for, whether it went to a charity of like the person's choosing or whatnot. There could be a lot of different ways in which it was distributed. But again, like Jeff Bezos has a hundred billion dollars around around that number somewhere it might be a lot more now you know after he, he got a lot of money during the COVID era um and he, he doesn't need that you know like, he, he he doesn't need all that so money so you want to take 99 billion away from him and then put it towards solving problems here in america 99 billion is not going to do anything we had to have a trillion dollar stimulus package out of nowhere and it did nothing to help the economy well you 99 billion from one person but there's a lot of billionaires but guess what you're still just going to get billions of dollars you're not getting trillions of dollars there have been several studies that if you if the IRS actually enforces all of its tax codes against big name corporations and international corporations it would generate a trillion dollars in revenue in a calendar year so in one calendar year we already made more by doing something that's not putting a personal cap on wealth which is strictly un, an un-American thing to do and we got more money because of it yeah, but don't you think it's about time to really take a look at America and the way that we do things and may- maybe try to redesign a little bit? You know, like, obviously we're doing things that don't really work, things that may have worked at one point, but don't work now because times change, you know? And Well, historians would say that it's still working. It's still working very well, actually. Do you think we're on, like... Not are are we working as well as we used to? Uh, we we're probably doing the best that we've ever done in terms of the American like economy. Like if you're gonna adjust for inflation and just like the crawl of time, sure. America is still on top. Yeah. So the system that we have in place can't really be knocked, especially when we were talking to Sam the other day. He brought up the point that China has gotten in the market of creating these free trade zones that don't have anything to do with the Chinese government like all the other markets have to do in China. And they go to these different countries and islands and they make free trade zones where there's no taxing, there's no regulation. And that's how China gets a lot of income coming in from there. Sure. So they had to put in many Americas in order to set themselves up to be like you'd like to claim they're going to be the leading economic superpower in like the next five, ten years, whenever that's going to come. They're, they're on a good trajectory right now, economically. So by taking advantage of the American model, you get very rich very quickly. And if you also have the same type of hold that you have on your people, like China does, and they did it through brute force, let's be honest, and through manipulation and shady tactics, but they do have that that hold on it, but then also at the same time to put themselves over, they're having to implement very American economic strategies. So 
we obviously are having maybe the best system in terms of economy. Just in terms of like getting the economy to grow, we have probably the best system. And it allows us to have the most rich people ever. It also allows us to have the most rich companies as well that make a lot more than these people. So instead of trying to say that this person can't make any more than a certain amount of money, well, why don't we actually get our fair share that we have not been getting from the companies who make up a lot of our economy? If you're going to be here, you got to pay your fair share. Just well, like the company, else. the issue with that is the companies are more integral to the economy than a single person is. That doesn't right? mean they don't get to pay their fair share. Well, no, they should. Like Amazon shouldn't be paying zero dollars in taxes. That's fucking ridiculous. That makes no sense. They should, the company should be paying their fair share. But at the same time, if you took $99 billion away from Jeff Bezos, Right, that's gonna have a much smaller impact on the economy than taxing the fuck out of Amazon. Amazon is much more integral to the economy than Jeff Bezos as an individual is. So, do you think you're going to hurt Amazon more by taxing Amazon or by taxing Jeff Bezos? Because now the guy who's in charge of the whole shit can't do both. <laughs> it's got to be one or the other. He can't do both. So, what's gonna piss him off more? You taxing his company, which he already kind of knows is bullshit, and he should be taxed anyway, and he has all these loopholes that he's able to... If you're asking me what's more realistic, then definitely taxing the company. What would piss off Jeff Bezos more and hurt the economy more? Taxing Amazon, which he should be be taxed, we all kind of know this, and it's through loopholes that he's able to avoid this, or personally taxing Jeff Bezos, which we know most of his wealth is probably in assets rather than just like financial wealth. But now you're gonna leave him, so to speak, cash strapped. Now he's definitely not, if he has a billion dollars net worth. But he's a lot more strapped than he used to be. You literally took him down from 100 billion to one. You took 99% of his personal wealth. 99%. Yep. If you're talking about taking 99% per someone's anything, you're like, what are you talking about? Or how about we go get our fair share from corporations like we should be doing anyway, because if Jeff Bezos gets 99% of his personal wealth taken away, how much more do you think he's doing for the American economy? Not a whole lot. Why well, he? He, he, here's the thing with that. Like, like I said, company is more integral to the system than an individual is. And that's also important because even though Jeff Bezos is the founder of Amazon, he is an extremely important part of Amazon. Amazon is not going to diminish if Jeff Bezos steps away. There are so many parts of Amazon. There's the chair, there's the other executives, there's an entire system. If Jeff Bezos decided to step away because he was upset about that situation, Amazon might be weakened, but are they gone? No, not by, they're they're still the biggest e-commerce company in the United States. Great. Do you think that he would step down from Amazon? he would simply start moving Amazon out of the United States. And just like every one of these other billionaires who we now just take maybe 99% of their personal wealth, well, guess what? Now they're going to go live in a place where they can earn more than a billion dollars because there are other places like that. Plus, at the same time, you know what? I'm going to take my company with me because I think this is kind of bullshit. Economically, for a business, it doesn't make much sense, especially an e-commerce business like Amazon. It doesn't make much sense to leave the United States because of how much money it generates here. But can they? Yeah, theoretically they could, absolutely. You, I mean, you, you could take your company to the fucking moon, theoretically, and start the first business up yeah, there. That's, that's silly. 
But could you take Amazon in China instead? Yeah, but they have Alibaba. They would not do as well. They would probably get crushed in China because Alibaba is the Amazon of China and they have like 95% of the market share. Amazon couldn't just move in and take over. It would not just not be easy. It would probably be improbable. But do you think China would be like, oh, yeah, we're definitely taking Amazon at least. We're taking that. And guess what? To make you feel more comfortable, to take away a key component of the United States' economy, do you think they would not try to merge Alibaba and Amazon into the same thing to make the biggest supergiant we've ever seen? That's not really up to the government. That's more up to the companies. If you do business in China, you're in bed with the Chinese government. That's how it works in China. Yeah, but so J- Jack Ma is the owner of Alibaba, and he, he's got this company called Andrew. And they were supposed to have the biggest IPO in history, which for anybody who doesn't know, an IPO is an initial public offering. It's how you get your company onto the stock brokerages, which is how you get billions and billions of dollars in investor funds. And China straight up shut that shit down. You said, because Jack Ma, who's the owner of Alibaba, who is, Alibaba is the Amazon equivalent of the Chinese um, economy. The Chinese government shut down Jack Ma's Nets company's um, IPO. So they're not in good relations. So bringing in... But what it sounds like to me is that it's like, fuck what Jack Ma thinks. We're the Chinese government. He doesn't get to do anything until we say he does. Well, the, the issue with that is because Alibaba, like Alibaba and Amazon are the same companies. They're just placed in different parts of the world. There's there's market share. That's that's a integral part of business. And Alibaba probably has like ninety five percent, if not more, of the e commerce market share. Not just in China, but in a lot of like Asian regional areas. So if Amazon was to go in there, even with the government's backing, like that, that would help tremendously. Would it put Amazon in front? Probably not, because Alibaba has like a whole like when you go to buy stuff in America, do you go to Etsy first or do you go to Amazon? You know, like, you, you know where to go because, like, that's the thing. That's what Alibaba has in the Asian market. Right. But does Jeff Bezos get to make more than a billion dollars in China? Yeah, absolutely. China's going to give him what he wants. Or any other country. He could go to Spain. He could go to Iceland. He could go to Argentina or Brazil. Like, if, if that's a rule in the United States, he can leave. The about it is, is that Amazon is already in all these places. It's a worldwide thing for the most part. It's just biggest in the United States. Well, guess what? Amazon's about to get worldwide even harder. And the United States is about to get left behind. Microsoft, same thing. Google, probably the same thing. All of our big name tech companies that are vital to our economy, that are, guess what, owned by billionaires. If you start pissing off the billionaires who have the money to do whatever they want, we've already said that they will, why wouldn't they leave? Billionaires are extremely egotistical, I'm sure, because you kind of have to be to be a billionaire. They're great at business, which you have to be if you're a billionaire. And guess what? You have all the money to do whatever you want. So let's try not to piss them off too much. Can we just can we just tax them on what they're doing and create more revenue anyway, rather than pissing them off and worried that they're going to go somewhere else? I mean, I, I think billionaires have like a very high degree of... Um common sense and a very high degree of like understanding of how things work and like you you have to have those things in order to get to that stage of life and it makes sense economically for your company to be in the united states right now and if you want to leave out of spite because of a law that enacted a cap on net worth 
And again, it doesn't have to be a billion dollars. It could be higher, it could be lower, whatever the case. But if you left out a spite, that would potentially hurt your company. And as the single individual, even though you're the founder, there's more decisions that go into what a company does than just the one person. Like the, so the board these, decides. So what about this board? How much do they get paid? I, I, I couldn't tell you. It's you different for every country. Maybe. I, I couldn't tell you. So now you're not just pissing off the guy who owns it. You're pissing off the whole head of directors in the board. I wouldn't assume that the head of directors of all the biggest companies are billionaires. There's not that many billionaires. Like They are the 1% of the 1%. There's, there's not all that many of them. So are some of them billionaires? Probably. But the billionaires are usually the people that hold like incredible amounts of stock in the big companies. Like... Jeff Bezos' net worth isn't in cash. It's in Amazon stock. You know, that's why it's gone up so much over COVID is because Amazon stock went from like 2000 to 3500 And all those shares went up that much percentage-wise in price. So, yes, a lot of these chairmen and executives who have a very big say in what happens have um, – they absolutely have stock and they are absolutely like in the 1%. No doubt about that. Are all of them billionaires? I doubt it. Are some of them? Definitely, for sure. And they're definitely not to be happy about that situation. But I guess for me, it comes down like morally to like, we have people that have more money than they know what to do with, and we have people that are on welfare. So then even then, the moral choice is not to tax the billionaires. It's to tax the companies. Like I've been saying, you get more money for it, and if you want more capital to help out with problems around here, that's how you do it. And only attacking the billionaires, which, by the way, none of us are ever going to be. So it's not like I'm trying to claim, like... Speak for yourself. I'm going to be a billionaire one day. That's the plan, my dude. Well, guess what? You're very much closer to homeless than you ever are a billionaire. Everybody starts that way. Not everybody starts that way. But guess what? At the same time, your own reasoning, which is that we're going to help the American people and put it into all these things that can be better for the quality of the life of the average American... You do it better the way that I'm saying. You don't put a cap on personal growth. That just de-incentivizes people to even try. I mean, it's no, it's, it's no small feat to make a billion dollars. That's, that's more money than you'll ever need. That's yeah, money for you, your children, your grandchildren. That's more money than anybody will ever need. Well, guess what? We have more people than just me, my children, and my grandchildren that we're arguing that we need this money for. So why don't we go after the bigger pot instead of potentially pissing off the people who drive our economy like you've said that they do, plus anyone else who's in like the hundred millions range, where do you think they're going to go? They're going to get the hell out of Dodge before they get taxed. They want more than a billion dollars because they want to be called a billion, a billionaire too. And then like at that point, what's the point? Uh, am I not trying to do like the biggest and greatest and best things? Don't movies cost like $750 million to make anyway? Like I can't make more than like some movies are worth. You know, like I, me personally, I made this. Do you see what I built from the ground up here in America that I'm able to earn more than a billion dollars? I'm the realization of the American dream here. I did exactly what you wanted me to do. I went out and got as much money as possible. I did it smartly, and I paid my taxes while I was doing it. And now, 
we're at the point where people aren't paying their taxes through their corporations because they can pay people to find these loopholes and us as America, we're like, fine, you can do whatever you want because you probably gave us a bunch of money while you were lobbying in our office while we were running for public election. That also probably happens and that's a problem that needs to get fixed, but not the fact that we have the most billionaires. Well, that's well, the point of pride that we should have. Okay, so, so you want to tax the companies more. I guess there's repercussions for that, but you're right. There's also repercussions for placing a cap on net worth. There's, there's repercussions for both. When you, um, when you attack companies, it's a lot different than attacking a demographic. And while we may not like it, billionaires are a demographic. And they're absolutely. Very, and they're a very important one. So do we want to attack a very specific demographic of American people who do so much for us? Or would we rather just take our fair share like we should be getting anyway. That's my argument. Do do they do their fair share? I mean, Jeff Bezos built Amazon, Bill Gates built Microsoft, and they are staples of our American society today. They did their job, and they continue to do their job, which is why they only continue to get richer. But these corporations that are even so much more richer than them, we're not getting any of it, and almost all companies are taxed in America except for the ones that make us the most amount of money for some reason. Okay, so a, a good solution is definitely taxing the companies the way they should be taxed and even maybe taxing them more. Absolutely. Like, again, I said earlier, there's zero reason Amazon should be paying zero dollars in like whatever year it was. I think it was like 2018 they paid zero dollars mm-hmm. in taxes or something like that. Like, come on now. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. But I, I still think there's some, something to be said about is it okay to have people with such an absorbent amount of money and then like a tremendous, a tremendously greater amount of people that are, you know, living paycheck to paycheck? Are you, what, what, what are you asking me? I mean, I'm asking like, is, is that something we're okay with in America? All right, so tax tat, the corporations more. Yeah, America... America don't don't allow them to find those loopholes. Well, I mean, it's just more like close down loopholes. Don't... Like, if they can save money, then let them save money. But let's not make these loopholes bullshit, right? Let's not claim that they are making zero dollars every year. Because we all know Amazon isn't making zero dollars profit every year. We just know that for a fact. They're taking control of all these loopholes by just underreporting what they're doing and so many other things that I can't even mention that are just so obviously dumb loopholes that they shouldn't be a thing. The IRS is probably the most scariest department of the United States government. And yet somehow when they come up to bat against the best and brightest of American economy, they utterly fail miserably. That can't happen. If the IRS is going to be just as tough on everybody, you can't just take them out of the equation when it comes to the most amount of money that you can get. How do you feel about Joe Biden's tax plan? What about it? In general. I think it's dumb. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be happy with the way taxes are until companies are actually held responsible for the fair share that America should get. That's going to fix a lot more problems than 
taxing people who make more than $400,000 a year. That just doesn't make any sense. Now you're just bullying on the poor rich people. Would you support a tax on the like one percent of the one percent? So instead of like a network, uh, a net worth cap, a, like a billionaire tax. I would support it, but it depends on how much you're asking. Yeah, I mean the the numbers would have to be discussed, but that that would be something like that would be much more realistic and a better solution than just a cap. Yeah. Making a cap on anything like one is like, how are you going to enforce that anyway? You, you wouldn't let anybody have a net worth of over a billion. Once they got to that point, they would have to, like I said, like donate to charity, contribute it to taxes, they don't, they whatever. Don't have to do anything if you're not enforcing it. Well, yeah, no, you, you would have to, like, that's the ways in which but you would then, enforce like, it. How do you enforce it? Jail time? No, you would use things like the IRS and maybe you would form another committee or another, another organization that specifically worked for that purpose yeah but then what do they do they're like uh oh reaching up on a billion dollars here guess who's taking a trip to international waters baby like they're just gonna leave they're gonna just simply stop being in the United States they're gonna run their companies from afar if they run them at all which is gonna weaken all the companies or anything like that but if you just simply tax them a little bit more and they're like and you're like hey man we're only gonna tax you like 15% of what you make every year now, 15% is a lot lower than most Americans get taxed, but that 15% of what they make every year is a whole lot more. Sure, like 15%, like in addition because of that billionaire status? Even if you just have 15%. Well, they, well they don't get taxed any, anybody, like there's tax brackets and anybody who makes that much is already in the highest tax bracket on an income basis. So would you put in our 15% slap on top of that as like a billionaire status tax? Maybe. I'm not, I'm not really up on what the uber rich get taxed anyway so i'm not really certain how much they get taxed for all i know they get taxed two percent you know like i have no idea i also know that if you live in california you get about half of your income taken away all the time so guess what rich people don't really live in california what if you were to tax the bill like you had that billionaire tax <clears throat> and then you were able to lower taxes on everybody else The, not. the difference in money that you get from raising their taxes slightly and lowering everybody else's taxes is probably just a net loss in money for the government. I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking significantly. I'm not saying, like, take away their taxes. I'm saying, so, like, the Joe Biden plan is supposed to increase income tax for 400000 by from 37% to 39.6%, which is 2.6% increase in income tax. If you were to keep that at 37%, maybe make it a little bit lower because the people that make over 400000 that are really going to be affected by this tax bill and the reason that's not a great tax bill is doctors, lawyers, like the higher end right. that are still poor in comparison to the uber rich, the 1% of the 1%. Yeah. Are you asking me can they not still live like a good life off of that? Yeah, of course they can, but you're just bullying on the poor rich people. You, when you're, when yeah, no, I'm saying, I'm saying don't, like, don't increase that like Joe Biden is applying to. Actually, instead of increasing it, maybe decrease it, bring it from like 37% to like 34, 33%. And then throw like a 15, 20% tax on the billionaire status. You know, you want to call it like the billionaire tax, fine. And then that will not just cover that basis, but also bring in more money. 
I've always been of the belief that you should tax people exactly as much as they'll let you tax them. Well, the we, we've seen that like corporations don't let America tax them. Like that was one of the big issues exactly. you brought up. So guess what? We're going to close down these loopholes and then we're going to tax you as much as you're going to allow us to tax you. We're going to do the exact same thing to the American people. But that's what corporations, when corporations have to deal with that, they just go overseas. That's why like Apple has a lot of their manufacturing in China. Also, I think something I didn't mention earlier, but if you were to leave the U.S., unless you brought your company with you, which, again, economically doesn't make sense to move specifically an e-commerce company out of the United States because it is, like, the most powerful economic country in the world. If you move outside the U.S., but your company stays here, you still get taxed by on a U.S. president. How are they I, I don't know, like, the specifics on how they enforce it, but, like, that, that's how it works. If, if you are making your money in the U.S., that money gets taxed in the U.S. But they're here in the United States, and their companies are in the United States, and they still don't get taxed. So saying that if you leave, you still get taxed, well, no, you don't. So. <clears throat> well, like, that, I, like, that's, that's you, just how the IRS you, works. But, like, with the uber-rich, it's a different ballgame, like we're saying. we got to play by a different set of rules. Yeah, so something like that billionaire tax, like you proposed, is like a really good idea. I didn't propose a billionaire tax, you did. Okay, so the one that I, I proposed... proposed company tax and to shut down loopholes and to make them pay their fair share. Companies just leave when you really enforce that stuff to like a high degree. Like, they'll, they'll play ball, but... So they, they will leave at a certain point, and like I said, companies are much more integral to the economy so than like just, single individuals are. Yeah, but like literally literally just close down the things that we already have in place and like i said before you get a trillion dollars in revenue in one calendar year maybe if, if they stay that's the issue like a lot of companies started to come back under trump's administration because his taxes were more incentivized to bigger corporations but if you don't have somebody who's very lats and very free market focused then once companies start to get taxed like they used to they're going to start leaving again I mean, that, that's what they do. Contracts. You contract these companies to do things for your government and for your infrastructure. And then they get paid that money back if they so choose to. Like, we all know Amazon is a server company. You don't think that if we paid Amazon as much as we pay these other military contracts, like, that's what my parents do. They literally work for, like, civilian order fillers, we'll call them contractors and they make deals with the government and the government says hey we need 15 so-and-so planes and we need them by 2024 which company can do that for the lowest amount and with the best quality and then a bunch of these different companies send their best people sure sure yeah there's there's companies like boeing that do that really well but not not every company can do stuff for the government like what would what would apple do for the government you know like what would amazon really do for the government that would cover their basis yeah. Just make the best servers. You don't think that the United States government servers are in need of a reboot? What do you? Yeah, I'm sure the best ones. You mean like their software? Software and server. So that that's not that's not Amazon's business. That's Microsoft. But or that's also what Amazon does. They're Am- a server Amazon is an e-commerce company that deals with. No, they don't. Yeah. They're a server company that does retail on the side, and the retail does so bad that's how they stop paying taxes because all the losses that they get from doing the retail side 
they just come out flat and now they don't have to pay taxes. Retail is only a small part of Amazon. You should look into like the server side of it because Amazon is an internet server company and they do retail on the side. But even though Amazon company retail is like the biggest and best things to us Americans, it's actually not great in terms of the Amazon business model. But guess what? It loses so much money. We don't have to pay taxes because we lost that money. Okay, so you would have to, as the government, contract every single company in order to keep them here? It's just an incentive. Be like, hey, we're closing this all down. You guys are getting taxed. You want to make some of that money back? Guess what? We're actually in the business of improving America right now. We could use some contractors who know what they're doing. Could you do that with every company or just like a handful of the big ones? I'm sure you could do that with pretty much every company. Is there enough like room to do that? Is there enough volume? quantity to be able to make that many contracts yeah i mean the the u.s government is only so big and like if they're going to give amazon for example like the biggest company in the u.s market i think right after apple and market cap like a contract that's worth their while opposed to leaving you're going to have to give them a lot and then that doesn't leave a lot for all these other companies so what if you tax just amazon and let's say you get Four hundred billion dollars, if you tax Amazon. Sure. Let's just say you get that in a calendar year. Now say, hey, I need a contract done where I want there to be almost no latency in communication between any government officials anywhere on the coast, like on either coast, continental U.S., Alaska, Hawaii. I want that shit to be lightning fast, and I want it to be the biggest and best, and I want us to be able to do more. And I want it done, the biggest, the best of all time. And I want it done by, um, and I want it done by twenty twenty five or twenty thirty. Sure. Now, companies, tell me what you can do for me. And what if Amazon gets the bid at, let's say, seven hundred billion dollars? Sure. So now they have five years, and they're going to make seven hundred billion dollars. This first year, they lost four hundred billion. So they just made a net gain of $300 billion over the course of five years. Now, they're going to continue losing more over the taxes, but I imagine they're probably going to find more loopholes because companies can kind of do that, right? They're going to find different ways. They're going to lobby, and they're going to try to change it. But they, do, they are now in a contract with the United States government, which is guaranteed money, by the way. You're not relying on the American economy anymore. You got guaranteed money from the government. Plus, at the same time, now you have this increased government support. Now you have a better position for you to argue against these taxes that you think might be a little bit too high. So now you're on the same playing field with the rest of us. You're now arguing about your taxes with the government. The government gets their fair share. But then also as a site, you want to make some of that money back. We got contracts that you guys can fight over and try and get. You offer more economic opportunities to take place the capital that you're taking from them at the end of the day. And, and what about the companies that lose out on those bids? Well, there's not just going to be one contract. The United States... Well, exactly, yeah. There, any amount of contracts, but there can only... There's only so many contracts that there can be. There's only so much the government can contract out to do. I don't know if that's true. I mean, there's definitely a finite amount that the government can contract to do. Yeah, but, like, that's not a limit we need to worry about. I doubt it is when you deal with companies like Amazon because they need to do contracts so big that would like 
recover their losses on the taxes that they would have to deal with to stay. And then that doesn't leave, if that takes up such a big chunk, doesn't leave that much room for everybody else in that field, which is a lot of other people in that field. So in order, if you're not going to get contracts and you're going to get taxed anyway, well, guess what? I'm getting the fuck out of here because I don't want to be taxed. I'm a corporation. I need to make my money. I have shareholders. I have a responsibility. And, you know, that that's kind of what we've seen, like with a lot of manufacturing companies is they'll leave the U.S., when taxes are high, and then like under the Trump administration, when taxes were lower, they, they started to come back. And they're probably going to leave again under Joe Biden. So, so then you just make it clear. You're like, hey, these aren't going anywhere. This is what America does now. So if you want to be a part of the greatest uh, free market in the world, then you're staying. And guess what? If it's a little bit too much this time, I get it. But with the way that the, the, way the culture is right now, we're just going to have to take a significant portion of this year's earnings from you but guess what there's next year and we're going to talk about it all the way up until next year and i'm sure we can find something that'll make us both happy we're not going to talk four years from now but because this is what america does from now on we can get this solved for you in about a year at least a year we can figure it out this year's going to kind of suck we get that but we got to appease the people plus the amount of money that we can get from taking no taxes from you you know, we're going to take a good bit right now because it's going to appease the people. And then I guess what? I bet they never say anything to you guys about it again. Do, do you think it's and more important point, to keep the corporations happy or like the individual billionaires happy? Well, billionaires make corporations that are a part of our economy in such a big way. So you definitely don't want to piss off the people who make all the great. There's also people that made corp like Jeff when Jeff Bezos started Amazon he wasn't a billionaire when Bill Gates started Microsoft he wasn't a billionaire when Steve Jobs started Apple he wasn't a billionaire yeah but billionaires make billionaire companies and you don't think that Jeff Bezos has done anything else besides Amazon no of course he's he he has he's got the whole satellite company you know like Elon Musk who started Tesla when he wasn't a billionaire now is and has SpaceX like of course they when they get to a certain stage like they're capable of doing a lot more which is also could be done through a, a reallocation of money if you were to cap it at one billion like you could propose ideas and have that money allocated that way and the the issue with the companies is just that they're so much more integral to the economy and might they stay yeah and like that that would be a great solution if like the government could work out something where taxes were actually enforced and the company stayed in the US that would be the ideal situation because then we're getting more money because you're taxing corporations and not the billionaires because you're going to get more money from taxing corporations. You're absolutely right about that. And the companies are staying, which is helping the economy. Right. Historically, what we've seen is not that. And that's the issue. Like with the whole manufacturing industry, when taxes went higher, they fucking dipped. That's true. They, they were out of here. But I don't think we've ever seen a point in the market where corporations got taxed higher, but then there was also an incentive to stay. They were always just taxed just straight up, and they're like, well, this is bullshit, I'm leaving now. But it's like, hey, we're gonna tax you, but we're gonna make it worth your while, because you do a lot for us, but we all know that when we get this rich, money really ceases to become a thing, it's all about assets and opportunity that you guys can go for. So we're gonna take some of this capital, which we know doesn't really mean a whole lot to you guys anymore, but it's gonna mean a lot to our citizens and a lot to our economy. 
and we're going to improve our economy and infrastructure and guess what you guys are going to help us do it and then you're going to be able to take advantage of a free market where this advanced infrastructure and technology and increased gdp and everybody's happy with you guys suddenly you guys get to stay and you're gonna be a part of it, you're gonna help us build it from the ground up, and we're gonna take your money in order to make sure that people don't, like, aren't mad at you guys anymore. Sure, sure, We're gonna take okay. the heat off your back by fixing the problem that they wanna do, and at the same time, we're gonna fix a bunch of other problems that we have, and you're gonna help us do it. That's how you get companies to stay. Every other time we've just seen, hey, we're taking some of your money, and if you don't like it, you can fuck off. Like, right? So then they're like, well, I guess we're going to fuck off then. And then they go someplace else. But we've never seen actual an actual plan to get corporations to stay while also taking their money. And that's why we don't tax them because we're so afraid they're going to leave. Well, yeah, that, that makes just, them want to stay. Just a wheel and deal. It's literally the number one thing of negotiation is that you got to give something. you got to compromise a little bit. you got to make them feel like they're getting out well in this too. you got to spend money to make money. you got to spend money to make money. So it's like, hey. We're going to take some of your immediate wealth right now, and we're going to take it every calendar year. But think of how much more your company is going to grow because we got all these plans. And guess what? We would like to hire the best people to do it. So what do you guys say? And we're not just talking about, you know, the big names that we're talking about, like Facebook, Amazon, Google, Apple, all these other people. This can also go to, like, Ford or Chevy sure. or real estate companies. Sure. Oh, you can even make a deal with McDonald's on how to like do, like, come up with like government housing that actually doesn't suck. McDonald's is in the real estate game. I bet they can probably find some great real estate for you and start building on that. They already know how to build the best stuff, so build up a bunch of apartment buildings for government housing with shops along the bottom. But don't stop making those burgers. But don't stop making because those burgers. burgers are fucking good. Just don't tell anybody what's in them. <laughs> But you see what I'm saying? Like, there's so many other ways to do it rather than just slapping on one thing that we're going to hope is going to fix a thing. It's got to be a multi-step process. And I think attacking the billionaires is only going to hurt in the long run. And I think attacking companies probably also does hurt initially. But that's why you get your best dealers in there and you actually come up with plans that are going to help fix America in the long term. And you work on it for four years. And now... When the next president gets in, he's like, well, I can't go back on all this. So it just keeps happening. You get these companies to do long-term deals with the government, and then that's how they stay around. And in return, we get your money and improve the life of the American citizen. Okay. I hear you. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you all next time. Thank you for joining us, and like and subscribe. Peace.